Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind, Healthy Life with your host Avik. This podcast is all about exploring the latest research, sharing personal stories and providing personal tips for improving our mental health and well-being. Each episodes will be joined by experts in the field of mental health as well as individuals who have experienced the transformative power of a healthy mind firsthand. Together we will dive into a range of topics from managing stress and anxiety to building resilience and cultivating happiness. So, join us on this journey to discover new ways to take care of our minds, bodies and souls and let's work together to create a healthier, happier world one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hello and welcome to another episode of Healthy Mind Healthy Life. I'm your host Avik and today we have a truly inspiring guest who has turned uh, her life around and is now dedicated to helping others do the same. So joining us is Gabriel Pinstone. Welcome to the show Gabriel. Hello, nice to be here and thanks for having me. Great, great. So Gabriel like uh before we start our conversation uh, and uh, delving deep into the same, uh, I would definitely love to mention this to all of our listeners that uh, Gabriel is an energy coach on a mission to bring about positive change in the lives of those who feel stuck and burn out. So she has spent like 27 years in a corporate psychology career and but uh, but chance encounter with a podcast became the catalyst for a profound transformation. Now, as an energy coach, she specializes in guiding individuals through major life transitions, offering um, powerful techniques for self-healing and also reigniting a sense of uh, the purpose and also the passion. So her story, uh, like finding your inner hero, a journey beyond the burnout. So outlines six defining moments that shaped her journey of like resilience and the reinvention. So she not only shares her personal narrative, but also um, provides inspiration and also the practical uh, tips for breaking free from the stagnation and the fear. So her central uh, message is very, very clear. Like uh, it's never too late uh, to make a meaningful life changes. And it's true. It's definitely true. So today she is here and will delve into her own experiences and discuss how she help others uh, navigate the challenges of the burnout and the stagnation. So she will definitely share and I'll definitely request her to share her insights on the power of energy healing techniques, and also the spirituality in transforming lives. So get ready to be inspired as we explore the path from corporate psychology to becoming an advocate for self-discovery and the healing. So welcome to the show again. Thank you. Thank you for such a comprehensive uh, introduction. I feel like I can go now. (laughs) My job's done. (laughs) (laughs) Great, great. So Gabriel, like... uh, if you can share uh, a bit more about your journey, like from working as a corporate psychologist for 27 years um, and becoming an energy coach. So what 
sparked this transformation? Yes, that's a great question. Thanks so much, Avik. Well, uh, there was a moment, a very memorable moment. It was Sunday, the 9th of August in 2020. The whole world was in lockdown. Um, I was in the worst job of my corporate career. I was working for a big bank and I was riddled with anxiety. I wasn't sleeping and I'd actually withdrawn from everyone around me because I had no energy to to give to others. And mm. I woke up that Sunday with a really big pit in my stomach and decided to take myself for a walk and I listened to a podcast of all things. And you already mentioned in the introduction, it was this encounter with this podcast that did it for me. On the Just in a nutshell, the woman being interviewed, her daughter had been in a really bad car accident a few uh, years before. She had subsequently learned how to walk again and was now expecting her first child. But the woman being interviewed couldn't enjoy the moment. She couldn't celebrate. She had so much to look forward to, but she was continuously waiting for the other shoe to drop. She was living with this on this treadmill of anxiety. And there was something in her story that woke me up. And I realized that's me. I'm living in an invisible prison. Um, and my life is not enjoyable. So I've got to do something radical to change it. I had been threatening to leave corporate for years, but this was the pivotal moment for me. And so what I did after that was um, I dialed up my spiritual practice and then I found a teacher who resonated and I spent 18 months accrediting, did three levels of energy mastery and then I left the corporate world after that. So, yeah, that was my moment. Wow, that's lovely. <laughs> like in your story, like finding your inner hero, a journey beyond the burnout, you mentioned that six defining moments. So if yeah. you can also elaborate like one or two of those moments that would yeah. be your path towards the resilience and the reinvention. Yeah, well, that was that was a, one of the defining moments. I actually had another wake-up call after that, but I'm not going to go into that. The next defining moment was really once I left the corporate world and facing into challenges, um, fear, and also shame, I initially felt a huge amount of relief because it was like a heavy weight that was being lifted off my shoulders for decades. I really never envisioned anything else for myself other than to stay put and really carry the burden of this ongoing stress. So I initially felt really um, light. Uh, I had hope. And then quickly that turned to fear and shame, and I hadn't anticipated that. So, um, yeah, I don't know if you want me to carry on talking a little bit about that, but that was a really, that caught me off guard, I guess. Yeah. And this that's, so the podcast catalyst. So you mentioned that there was a chance podcast encountered, um, like altered the course of your life. So uh, can you tell us about that moment also, like how it influenced your decision uh, about this transition into energy coaching? The moment during the podcast, that episode. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, what it did was it was, it really shook up the status quo for me. Because I, in, in literally an instant, I realized how deeply unhappy I was. I knew I was, but I felt the 
Mm. I, I felt the unhappiness and it really just, um, I guess, created a sense of survival anxiety in me. There's no other way to describe it because mm. if I didn't do something, it was no longer that I wanted to change. I realized I had to change. I suddenly became acutely aware of just how I was living on no sleep, constant anxiety, and a sense of real isolation. So it was, I guess, instilled a sense of survival anxiety. If I don't do something about this, something really bad is going to happen to me. I actually was having physical symptoms. I had um, a recurrent thyroid problem and it, it spiked again. So in my heart, I had kind of tachycardia. And so I realized that you know, this is, if I don't do something, I could actually physically be in jeopardy. It was, it was real survival anxiety. So it was that survival anxiety that sparked me to into action. Mm. My belief is that uh, as humans, we typically continue with the status quo until we get disconfirming evidence that what we're doing no longer works for us. My disconfirming evidence was a realization listening to that podcast that I actually I could be quite sick and something could happen to me. Yeah. Exactly. Understood. Mm -hmm. So uh, from here, like uh, as an energy coach, uh, you also teach the powerful energy techniques for yeah. self-healing. So if you can also uh, give our listeners a glimpse into one of those one or two um, techniques that can be applied in daily, daily life? Sure. Um, well, I actually, I'm trained in a kind of energy coaching that uses advanced sacred geometry. Now, most people know what Reiki is. Yeah. Um, Reiki uses a, a specific symbols, but the methodology I've learned actually takes it up a notch and we work with very advanced sacred geometry. Having, and that's where you're able to really release blocks at their root. Now, mm. what I do as part of my business is I've got an accreditation process where I teach people gradually over the course of a couple of um, levels of learning those very techniques. But for the average person who doesn't want to really do that, there's so much that you can do without getting into fancy techniques. You can do it. If you're busy, you can, you can, there are things you can do if you've got, you know, if you're time poor, I mean, small things, I'll give you a, a tip as opposed to a tool and I can take you through a tool afterwards. But one of the important things of mastering your energy is the ability to sense into your energy and to catch yourself in moments and interrupt a downward spiral. So very simple, very simple technique that I teach people is an energy alarm clock. So taking your mobile phone um, and uh, setting an alarm initially every hour and on the hour asking yourself a series of questions that firstly tunes you in, but also interrupts a negative downward spiral. So that's a very, very basic way of um, really uh, using a, a simple energy technique to remain high vibrational and to stop um, things from slipping downwards. But then there are other things that you can do. I mean, one of the common challenges that people face is um, they are bombarded with other people's negativity all day, every day. 
lot of us, a lot of people, myself, my ex-self, work in the corporate world. Now, you know, you've got to navigate corporate politics, turn on the news. You, you know, all you hear is bad news. Um, turn, get onto social media. And there's a lot of toxic dialogue there. So there's a really important and very simple thing that we can do to protect and shield our energy that I teach. So, and it involves very simple sacred geometry. Um, I'll give you a really simple one. When you, before you're going into a difficult meeting or when you, even if you're going shopping and you could, you know, be coming into contact with strangers, all you need to do is to build a geometric structure like a pyramid around you so you can do that in your mind's eye or you can imagine that you are building a very large pyramid and you keep that around you and you set the intention that that pyramid will only allow energy of high vibration love and light to come to you and that any negative energy will ricochet off that is a very simple way of shielding and protecting your energy that I think has widespread applicability in today's stressful world. Exactly. That's very, very true. So uh, also like navigating the unknown is a significant theme in your topics, which I also feel. So how do you help individuals navigate uh, the major uh, life transitions and what role uh, does the stress reduction play in this process? Well, I think you're right. So I think the energy. I'm always working. I'm working at a mindset, an emotional, and an energetic level. Um, and so the answer to that question kind of straddles both the energy world, but also some very pragmatic tools and tips to get through the emotional um, roller coaster. So what I do with people energetically is. I will work with them to elevate and raise their vibrations. So what I'm doing there is that I'm building resilience because when adversity hits, which is really often in a transition, they come off a higher base. They're not as affected by the um, things that are coming at them. So that's what I would do at an energetic level. On a kind of more emotional and mindset level, I will sit with them and I will help them, as I did for myself, set perhaps three emotional strategies to get through the transition and perhaps three practical strategies to do that. I can share what I did for myself. So, for example, one of my emotional strategies was authenticity and staying authentic to myself and you know I developed a personal purpose statement and I stuck to it it was that that really got me through the doubt and the fear on a more practical level for me personally I found a community and actually I talk a lot about that with my coaching clients because once I made the decision to leave corporate and move into the energy world um, community community became very important and I set up a group of like-minded people who were actually all studying together. We met every single Saturday. We set up weekly calls. We had a Facebook messenger group and we supported each other and held the space as we went through the dips together. So what I would do is I would recommend to people that they focus on setting some emotional and some very pragmatic strategies for themselves as I did and then work on keeping their energy elevated so that um, they aren't as affected. You know, when your vibration is high, it becomes your greatest protection. You actually don't need 
a sacred geometry around you, your protection, your vibration becomes your your protection. So I would give people energy techniques to elevate their energetic frequency and make them less uh, impacted, if that makes sense. Definitely, definitely. So um, uh, like rediscovering the purpose is the central theme in your work. So what advice do you have for uh, someone who is struggling to identify or reconnect their sense of purpose? Yeah, well, actually, before, that's such a great question. Before I left corporate and started energy work, actually, for the last few years, I dedicated all the work that I did as a consultant to helping organizations find and activate their purpose. I've actually developed a methodology for that. So that's what I take my clients through. So we'd start with helping them really define their why. Um, What is that thing that is going to help them move mountains as they're going through the transition? What's going to help them really push through motivational lapses? So we spend a bit of time up front doing that. Um, And then I help them bring it in as a lens through which to navigate the journey. Um, So defining a purpose is one thing, but you've got to see the world through that lens. And that's the work that I help people to do. Now, for me personally, my purpose has served as that North Star. It has helped me determine how I want to be spending my energy and, um, you know, uh, how I want to be sharing my my gifts ultimately. And that's the very conversation that I facilitate with my clients as well. That's lovely. Great. So in your topics, you touch uh, on overcoming the fear and the shame. So um, how can individuals effectively address and uh, move past these emotions on their own healing journeys? Yeah. Well, the question is, is it should do they need to move past it? Is that the question? Or is the question more, um, should they be present to it, but not overwhelmed or not of it, if that makes any sense. You can be in something, but not of it. So um, I think the more you try and move through something, the more it resists and the more it stays. So my recommendation, which is, again, part of my own journey, my lessons, is to embrace the fear, the shame, whatever comes up. Um, because um, the resisting it is the thing that's going to keep it there. So, um, and in particular, shame is an interesting one because that's an emotion that most of us want to avoid at all costs. Fear, we can lean into. Shame, a little bit more difficult to lean into. And so the trick with shame is to meet it with self-compassion. And it's it's because self-compassion is the antidote to shame. And so that's the kind of conversation that I facilitate with my clients. But on an energetic level, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be releasing the, the root of the shame, the root of the fear. And that's where the transformation is. Because and that's what differentiates energy coaching from normal coaching because normal coaching is about working, understanding your mindsets, putting strategies in place. We do a lot of that in my work, but I've got the techniques to actually release the root and that really shifts things quickly. That's lovely. <laughs> so um, 
Bray, that's really great. So before we wrap up, like for our listeners who uh, may be at the cusp of change um, yeah. that are unsure how to take that crucial first step. So what advice or the encouragement do you have for them? Yeah. Well, I think change begins with the right catalyst and you've got to find that catalyst. So my catalyst was that podcast that created survival anxiety for me. So what I would, and most people who come to me already are at that point, they're feeling desperate, they're feeling like nothing else they've tried has worked, they're feeling really stuck, unable to shift from patterns. You've got to really be sick of being sick of um, for change to happen. So my advice would be to, when you're in that moment, to act on it. Um, And what I can also help clients do is create that discomfort that activates people to want to change and to take the first step. So the catalyst is really important. It is the first part of any healing or change journey. Otherwise, we, if we're comfortable, we just continue doing what we've always done. Um, so you've got to really give people discomfort. Now, as a coach, what I might do is I might probe, I might hold up the mirror, I might give difficult feedback, anything that's going to stimulate people to go, oh, boy, I've got to change. But so often their life circumstances are already doing that for them. Understood. Understood. So, um, <clears throat> like... Thank you. Thank you for sharing uh, all these insights and the details. It definitely going to help people uh, in their journey. So as we conclude today's episode of Healthy Mind and Healthy Life, I definitely want to express my deepest gratitude to you for sharing uh, your incredible journey from um, the corporate psychology to becoming an energy coach. So, um, uh, like, also for the audience, I would definitely also like to mention that Gabriel's story has resonated with you and, uh, I mean, if it has resonated with you and you are eager to explore the path, like, uh, from this chain, corporate chains, uh, to a life filled with the renewed purpose and the passion, uh, we definitely encourage you to connect with Gabriel and explore the world of energy healing so uh gabriel like would you like to mention like how they can connect with you if they want to um uh, if they have any questions or if they want to learn something about uh uh something uh it's similar to the same so how they can reach out to you sure um they can uh go onto my website it is generativegrowth.com.au um, I and there are plenty of ways to connect with me there. For example, there are links everywhere to a free vision call with me where I help you get clear on where you're at and what your next step might be. Um, they can also connect with me, Gabrielle Pinston, on Instagram. I'm really good at responding to DMs. Um, and so they can they can contact me. I think those are probably the best ways to contact me. Great. That's great. Great. So, uh, uh, like, uh, listeners, always remember that it's never too late to embark on a journey to self-discovery and also the personal transformation and the positive transformation. So we hope that today's episode has definitely provided you with the inspiration, practical tips, and uh, the motivation needed to take that first step uh, towards a healthier mind and a more fulfilling life. 
So if you have enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate and leave a review. So your feedback is definitely essential and it helps us to bring you more engaging contents. So stay tuned for more, uh, more on the next episodes as we continue to explore the stories and the insights that promote a healthy mind and a healthy life. So until then, take care, be kind to yourself and keep nurturing that inner hero on your own transformative journey. So thank you so much. Thank you very, very much.